Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What up, Montana? Happy Friday. So we don't have any beats for you today. We're, uh, we got all sorts of balls in the cold. I know it is, man. Rajim comes in for a music review show more than anything. He doesn't even necessarily, well, no, he cares big time about the sports. But this is all about the, the jams. But uh, we got some logistical deals. Hi, brother. That's right. I know. And it's a Friday. We usually like to party on a Friday. But uh, today we got all sorts of balls in the air at Missoula Broadcasting Company. I'm here in Bozeman. We got a Paddleheads game tonight down in Ogden, Utah. And then we also got River City Roots Fest going on downtown. And uh, all the boys from the trail, including uh, Tommy Evans and Mike Smith, Robert Chase, our awesome uh, trio there on the trail, they're all down helping out at Roots, uh, emceeing and introducing the bands and all that stuff. So uh, when we got multiple remotes going on at once, it's sort of hard because the system doesn't really work to handle it. So not to bore you with the logistics of radio, but we apologize that there's no jams coming on Nuanas now today, but we'll be back with some good jams for you, I promise, starting Monday, but then, of course, next Friday when Rajim's back in studio, and uh, we'll be sure uh, to break it all the way down. If you missed anything in the first hour of today's show, fun first hour. Give you a preview of tonight's showdown rematch of the Class AA State Championship, Missoula Sentinel versus Billings West, Washington Grizzly Stadium, 7 p.m. kickoff. It'll be found right here on SWX Montana if you can't make it down. We also talk some NFL, AFC East and NFC East, and we talked a little college football, remembering Bobby Bowden and his sort of place in the hierarchy of college football and where he ranks among the great college football coaches of all time. He did pass away a couple weeks ago, so a little late getting around to that, but I did want to acknowledge it and also just discuss because I do think that there's an impact beyond just wins and losses that some of these long-time, long-tenured college football coaches have. If you want to hear anything from that first hour, find it on the podcast. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. Please rate, review, subscribe. Five stars is preferred. Podcast is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Blackfoot Communications. Sportsbet Montana, by the way, there's all sorts of fun NFL preseason prop bets. I think that's one of the best things you can do uh, when it comes to sports gambling, if you want to just have a little bit of fun, is 
make a prop bet about a statistical accomplishment, like you know, over under Patrick Mahomes throwing 35 touchdowns, or over under Aaron Rodgers throwing for 3,800 yards or whatever. You can find them on the Sports Bet Montana app and queue them up, and uh, that that gives you something to follow. And then you don't have to necessarily just lose your your bet or win your bet or whatever after one week. You can follow it all season long. So uh, no matter where you're hanging out at when you're watching NFL action, there's likely a Sports Bet Montana kiosk near you. So go check out some of those futures bets on there when it comes to the NFL because I think those will be very, very fun uh, for, for folks to follow. It's time now for our Garden City Spotlight. Garden City Spotlight is proudly presented by Dr. Gene Morris here in Missoula of Oral Surgical Associates. Dr. Morris, if you need your wisdom teeth out, it's kind of just a part of life, man. You're going to have to do it. But go see Dr. Morris because you're going to want to see an oral surgeon, I promise. He's going to be way more gentle. He's going to help you with your recovery, mitigate your pain. You're just going to be back in action a lot quicker, and uh, the surgery is just going to be a lot more efficient. So go check out Dr. Gene Morris at Oral Surgical Associates, oralsurgicalassociates.com, Oral Surgical Associates, the proud sponsor of the Garden City Spotlight. Garden City Spotlight is going to feature interviews with all three Class AA coaches from around the city of Missoula this fall. Dana Oliver and I kind of got crossed up on our scheduling, so I did not catch up with Missoula Sentinel head coach, but we will give you a couple more tidbits about that game here in just a minute. But I'm over in Bozeman, and tonight there's a game here in Bozeman between Upstart Gallatin High and Missoula Big Sky. These are two teams that have some dudes. Ryland Schlepp, the tight end for Gallatin, he's committed to Montana State, so he should be one of the better playmakers in the league. And I know that Matt Johnson likes a lot of what he's got going on at Missoula Big Sky. I was able to catch up with Coach Johnson earlier today, so here's his thoughts on his team, the prospects for the 2021 season, as well as a preview of tonight's matchup here in Bozeman between Missoula Big Sky and the Gallatin Raptors. Well, happy now. Well, happy to now to segments around here at Nuanas Now. It's the Garden City Spotlight. We've been doing the Garden City Spotlight for about a year and a half now. We started this thing out last fall highlighting the three class AA football programs here in Missoula in the Garden City. And then we started making it just about top performances from our great city uh, throughout the rest of the non-football year. But we're back Back to the original formula. So each week, each Friday, we'll be joined by Matt Johnson from Missoula Big Sky, Dane Oliver from Missoula Sentinel, and Mick Morris from Missoula Hellgate. And looking forward to all that. Coach, I know I've seen you a couple times this summer, but Matt Johnson leads us off here on the Garden City Spotlight. And uh, good talking to you again, my friend, and uh, hope you're well. Yeah, thanks, Colter. Thanks for starting this program up again and uh, having me on it. And uh, good to talk to you and see you the other day. Let's talk Missoula Big Sky first before we talk about the matchup uh, against Gallatin on Friday. Let's talk about your team. Just give us sort of the overall outlook for the Big Sky Eagles. What sort of numbers do you got? What are the seniors like? Uh, how many seniors do you have? Just give us the basics of the Big Sky Eagles this fall. Yeah, for sure. So we're sitting right about, um, I think we've got 18 seniors right now. Which is a good class. All of them are all of them are solid. Many of them have been playing for two years already uh, on the varsity team. So we feel like we have some uh, knowledgeable players. We were able to move faster and farther than we normally are at this time, um, and you know, pretty excited about what they bring to the table. Uh, definitely have a couple young kids stepping into the pitcher. Uh, we we have a really small junior class kind of hurt us the last couple of years um, just from a size standpoint anyway and but our sophomore class has good numbers and, and some good players in it that we feel like will be able to help our team in some manner and um, so yeah excited to get going our numbers as a whole program we're up about 20, 20 right plus now, kids so from last year which is pretty good one big piece you have to replace, Coulter Janicaro, and he was uh, the rare guy who threw for more than 1,000 yards and rushed for more than 1,000 yards last fall, and now he's getting in good work with the Montana Grizzlies. It's been fun watching him practice. Uh, he actually might even challenge to play a little bit this year just because he can play on special teams. He's been doing some stuff in the return game. Uh, but here nor there, Coach, where do you guys turn uh, when it comes to the quarterback position for the Eagles? Yeah, for sure. You know, we tried – Pulling the COVID that he gets one more year of high school football, but that didn't apply to us. So um, in the meantime, we have a, a young man named Caleb Wren who has done a phenomenal job, uh, put a ton of work in from the end of last season until now, um, has really 
I feel like stepped in and owned the role. And um, so we're excited. We're really excited for him to, to get going. Matt Johnson joining us, Missoula Big Sky head coach. How are the Lions looking, coach? I know that's always one of the biggest uh, challenges and one of the biggest things that uh, schools across Montana have to take care of because, uh, for whatever reason, linemen hard to come by in the state of Montana these days. Uh, so how are your offensive and defensive lines shaping up? You know, really like the crew that we got out there. Uh, definitely what you're saying, not super deep by all means. But, uh, the, you know, we're going to be led by three seniors, a junior and a sophomore on the offensive front. And they're capable, and I think they're going to keep growing and get better. Um, I think the leader up there right now is Chase Meyer. He's a big kid. He's uh, 6'3", 280, and moves moves excellent, uh, good leader. Uh, definitely has had a good off season and through the summer. And uh, both sides of the ball, I think he's going to be somebody people are going to have to get ready for. Uh, you know, he's, he's just going to be a good player. So, and then we got – good surrounding people around him and hopefully through the process we can build some more depth get some of those young guys uh in a position where they can help in some manner because uh, that's that's how it goes that seems where you're the thinnest you know and i keep keep saying for any kids out there you know any bigger kids man that that's a huge thing that gives you a lot of opportunity to get into football and come and do this stuff no question. We need something to do. Go off for football. Why not? It's a great way to yep. hang out with your friends. You even get to miss a little class from time to time, too. So uh, always a fun pursuit. <laughs> Matt Johnson joined us with a little Big Sky. It's part of our Garden City Spotlight presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates. And, Coach, another guy that's been a standout athlete at Big Sky for a couple years now, Trey Reed. So what sort of role do you hope he fills now that he's a senior on your football team? Really, and kind of goes through all our skilled spots on offense for sure anyway, and, and really it's the same guys on defense. But um, Trey's done a good job, and, and the nice part, he's versatile. We can flip him into a couple different roles, uh, both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, good-looking athlete. I feel like he can he can be a huge part of our success anyway. Missoula Big Sky opens their season on Friday against Gallatin High School. And, Coach, this is an interesting one because, uh, first of all, there was no crossover between the West and the East last year. So this is the first time you guys have played a team from the East in a couple years. And also this is a brand-new high school, so the first time Missoula Big Sky has ever taken on Gallatin as well. So uh, what's unique about that? I mean, it seems like it's uh, sort of cool that you're getting to play Eastern schools again, but also uh, sort of mysterious that it's a school you've never played before. Yeah, right. And, you know, the nice thing is I know uh, Coach Chandler. Uh, he coached at Bozeman High School. Um, I've seen him around for a long time. You know, I had conversations with him, respect him as a coach. And, um, you know, we've watched a lot of film. We saw what they did last year, and that, that was a tough vote. So we know as they come into this year, they're looking for their first win, and they're hungry for it. And, you know, that's a message we're telling our kids that, you know, we can't go in there taking this lightly that we just think they're a new program because they're starting to find their own way now. Uh, they definitely got some good players, some tough kids, and, and we better be ready to go. You know, a lot of – anymore, it seems like we're all in the same boat for depth in certain areas. I think they're in that same boat. Um, also, even even what people run, I mean, it, the, the more that – is out there of offense and defense. It seems like the more similar that everybody becomes right now. Um, so defensively, you know, they're, I, I think they'll be fairly stout to kind of, they're running a four, two, five, or a, at least that's their base that we look at. And, you know, offensively kind of the same thing we're seeing from everyone, you know, a little outside passing game, challenge people vertical. They got a good tight end. Uh, they're going to definitely try and get the ball to him in different ways. So, we, you know, we think we match up pretty well with them. We think it could be a heck of a game, and um, we're putting the work in. So when it comes down to it, we can we can end up being the team on top there. You've been around the AA now uh, in some form or fashion for more than 20 years. And so uh, the last time we saw a school sort of join the AA ranks uh, as a new high school was when Kalispell Glacier did it. I know that there's this interesting fold where the first year out, they don't have any seniors, but then that second year they start to get some seniors. So what sort of jump do you remember Kalispell Glacier making? And, and is that sort of an expectation for Gallatin High this year now that they do have some guys that have played some varsity football, but, um, you know, got some time under their belt and now are probably pretty 
pretty hungry for a win. Yeah, you know, you know, it was. It was pretty interesting with, with Glacier. You could see that they had some good good players, and it, it was if you could get through the first year, teach your system to the kids, get them all familiar, you knew, and you didn't lose anybody, you know, that first year. So all those kids come back, uh, you're able to build on top of it, you know, and then get your younger classes to start taking ownership as they move up. So it didn't take them, you know, by their second, third year, you know, all of a sudden they were in the mix of things. Um, you know, I think Gallatin's got a, a similar position they could be in for sure. Well, Coach, we appreciate the time. Best of luck on Friday. Excited to have high school football back in the fold, uh, particularly with the Missoula schools. Missoula Big Sky taking on Gallatin High School on Friday night. Matt Johnson joining us here on Nuanas. Now, best of luck on Friday, Coach. Appreciate you being here. Yeah, thank you, Colter. Thanks for all you do with this uh, sports program, and glad to be on. There's a lot that goes into all this stuff. I have a lot of respect for all the guys that dedicated their time to coach high school football across the state of Montana. But definitely... Uh, very proud of Matt for sticking with it because Big Sky has not been an easy job. There's been a lot of challenges there from numbers to open enrollment to a variety of different things. I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but he's an awesome asset to the community, and I think that uh, he's doing a great job there at Missoula Big Sky. It is our Garden City Spotlight presented by Dr. Gene Morris at Oral Surgical Associates. Dr. Gene Morris is your go-to guy if you need your wisdom teeth out. I know a lot of the people listening to this show right now, you got kids in high school. I'm telling you, you're going to want to send them to an oral surgeon. That's going to be the way to go. It's going to be more efficient. The, the recovery is going to be a lot better. He'll get you in and out, gentle care, mitigate your pain, all that stuff. So go see Dr. Gene Morris at Oral Surgical Associates or visit OralSurgicalAssociates.com today. Big Sky and Gallatin, they kick off here a little less than two hours here in Bozeman. I'm Coulter Nuanez, listening to Nuanez now, and I'm broadcasting live from Bozeman, Montana. Rajim Seabrook is in studio there in Missoula. Our Garden City Spotlight features interviews with all the head coaches from the Class AA programs across the city of Missoula. Dane Oliver and I did not get a chance to catch up, but we did give you a full-fledged preview of Sentinel's game tonight, and I will catch up with Coach Oliver next week. But in the meantime, there's another game in Missoula, not at Washington Grizzly Stadium, but at the traditional Missoula County Public Stadium. That's between Hellgate and Great Falls CMR. Hellgate for years and years, an option squad. They're not running the option anymore. In fact, they're throwing the ball all over the yard, and they got a couple of the best receivers in the state of Montana. I think that uh, Ian Finch and Leo Filardi, those two guys are awesome. Filardi, he shattered the state record for receiving yards in a game last year, and uh, he's a great athlete as a junior, and I think Finch... Is going to be by the time this senior year is all said and done. I think he'll be one of the top senior prospects in the state of Montana. He's a great receiver, great defensive back, great basketball player. So I know that uh, Hillgate is thinking big for those two guys particularly, but across the board as well. This will be sort of a litmus test game. I think both Gallatin's uh, game against Big Sky and Hellgate's game against CMR, there's this whole group of teams after that top four. I think the top four are pretty defined. It's West, Sentinel, Helena High, Great Falls High. Kalispell Glacier could be up there, too, especially if Jake Randina has the big senior year I expect him to have, Kalispell Glacier's uh, running back. But between Billings Senior, Helena Capital, maybe even Billings Skyview, who improved a ton down the stretch last year, uh, Big Sky, Hellgate, CMR, uh, maybe even Belgrade. I, I think that everybody in the state is in the mix for the, sort of that second tier. So these early games, these early non-conference games between East and West, are going to prove to be pivotal by the time the end of the season rolls around. One of those games is down there at Big Sky, but it features Hellgate tonight. Here's Mick Morris, Missoula Hellgate head coach. Well, happy now to continue our Garden City Spotlight presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates here in Missoula. Mick Morris, head coach of the Hellgate Knights, joining us as we highlight all of the Class AA football programs across the Garden City. And coach, thanks so much for being with us. How are you? I'm uh, I'm doing very well. Obviously excited to get to Friday, and we're kind of in those dog days of practice where we're sick of kind of seeing each other every day and looking forward to uh, seeing somebody in a different color uniform. 
Well, Missoula Hellgate uh, had an, has had an interesting saga in recent years as you guys have tried to rebuild and build that program back up and ha- had some success recently. But I know last year was a little bit of a change just in terms of identity, particularly what you're doing on offense, throwing the ball around a lot more last year. And I know that uh, part of that is because of the guys you have on your squad. But just broadly, let's start with Hellgate in general. Tell us about the Knights as a football team. What do you like about your squad? Uh, how, are the, how are the numbers this year? Uh, just all the ins and outs for Hellgate football. Yeah, our, our numbers are up quite a bit from last year. We got we got hit pretty hard with COVID, to be honest with you. Uh, so our numbers are, are, I mean, not great. You know, not where uh, you probably want them to be for a double-A program, but they're certainly good for us. Um, and, yeah, you know, I to be honest, it's probably the, the deepest team we've had since, since I've been here. Um, we definitely have some recruitable kids and some blue-chip players and um, things we haven't had in the past. Is that going to equate to uh, to more success? I hope so, but I guess we'll, we'll have to see. It is one of the uh, challenges, when it, especially when it comes to Missoula. We get the open enrollment. We don't necessarily need to go into the full controversy of what all of that means, but you have been able to cultivate some really good talent, uh, including Ian Finch and Leo Filardi, the, uh, the two great receivers that you got. So... W- w- What's it been like to watch those guys develop, and what's it like having, like you say, a couple blue chip guys that maybe are going to get recruiting interest here this fall? Yeah, you know, I think in general, you know, I, you know, I guess the the original point of open enrollment, you know, I don't really have a problem with open enrollment. I think it's sometimes a good situation for kids that if they're not getting what you know they feel at a certain school, that maybe they do have the option of going and trying somewhere else. I don't, I don't really look at that as a bad thing. You know, I. I wish, obviously, we got a few more kids at Hellgate, but, you know, hopefully, you know, we can continue to work on that. But as to the as to the kids we have, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I think, you know, in my first, I guess, it's been five years now, uh, we've we had a total of uh, one kid, that, and that was Raleigh Wooster that had a, a college scholarship. And so, you know, now we're getting into a situation where we got four seniors that have, have offers, and, you know, and then we got a really good junior class, you know, including Leo and, and a few other kids. So, you know, I like where we're going. And, and like I said, we, we certainly have some horses that we haven't had in the past. Mick Morris joining us, Missoula Hellgate head football coach here on Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN radio and coach what's next at quarterback. Cause I know you graduated a good one last year. So where are you guys turning this year? Yeah, we've been, uh, we've been pretty blessed obviously the last few years with quarterbacks, but a uh, guy going to step in and take that role is Connor Dick. Um, Connor really is a phenomenal athlete. Uh, he'll be a junior. He missed his whole sophomore year. He hurt his, hurt his kind of leg and knee playing summer basketball last year. And so he missed his entire sophomore year, you know, football, basketball, track. So we're excited to get him back. I mean, obviously he comes from a great pet, pedigree of, you know, parents were both, you know, college athletes and college stars at that. So we're excited for Connor. And I think, you know, it'll take him a little while to kind of settle into that and get used to the speed a little bit, but you know, I, I think he could be pretty special. It must be Ryan Dick's son then, huh? Yeah, correct, yeah. And Dick, great Missoula Hellgate athlete and then also a great Grizz basketball player, one of my favorite guys growing up here in Missoula. So it's, all, it's always fun, but also makes me feel old whenever the guys that I was rooting for when I was a kid now have kids that I'm covering. But uh, such is life. Coach, let's talk a little bit more about the rest <laughs> of your squad. How are the lines looking? How's the defense looking? What other uh, stuff can you tell us about the Hellgate Knights? Yeah, you know, our line's, I think, going to be one of our strengths. We bring back uh, all five starters from last year. And, you know, the good thing is that we're, all, they're, we're bringing them all back, you know, I guess from a negative standpoint, probably a few of them should, shouldn't have been playing last year. We were kind of forced into action. But um, kind of anchored by Tommy Nelson, you know, I think he's going to be one of the one of the better linemen in the state um, at tackle. We have uh, the other side, we have Lane Cooney, who, uh, you know, won a state discus championship on the last throw of the, of the state tournament. And, He'll be another tackle. Uh, you know, he's got a few offers. And then, you know, inside we got uh, three three juniors and Nick Lowry, um, Kenny Copeland, and uh, Ben Shields that are all, you know, pretty good size and, uh, you know, should be a strength of our team. And beyond that, we even got a few guys that, you know, Kenny Copeland and Dane Simunovich that played significant snaps for us, kind of backing them up um, on the offensive line. Uh, defensively, um, you know, I guess that's kind of been one of our struggles because one of the things that we've kind of have had to do is play a lot of guys both ways. And, uh, you know, we're usually able to compete with teams for a little while, but eventually you get worn down. And, and so our goal this year is maybe to not have to do that as much. So 
Um, you know, I guess defensively, we're you know we're going to try to you know maybe try to pressure the quarterback a little bit more, be a little bit more aggressive, and you know try to try to force some turnovers and those type of things. Mick Morris joining us, Missoula Hellgate, part of our Garden City Spotlight. And Coach, Friday night, this whole thing gets underway. You guys host Great Falls CMR at Missoula County Public Stadium, 7 p.m. the kickoff. What's the scout on CMR? You know, I think, uh, well, you know, obviously there's tradition there, and I, I think anytime you talk about CMR, you always kind of go back to that. But they're a lot different team, obviously, than they were that we all remember and grew up with. Um, you know, they want to play real fast, which is really a lot different than they, they always were. And so they're going to try to get as many plays as they can on offense. And then defense are super aggressive. So, you know, hopefully we can kind of, you know, kind of hold our blocks up front and, and spring some big plays against them. But, um, you know, they got they got a lot more depth, I think, than we do. And so I think it's really going to be a test of maybe our, our good athletes against their depth. And, I, you know, I think it's, it's really – I think both of us are looking at that game as a winnable game. So – you know, it's a great test to start out with, and um, we're excited for it. Well, Coach, we'll uh, be excited to catch up with you throughout the year, but thanks so much for making some time for us this week. I know it's a busy week always when you're preparing for your season opener, so thanks so much, and best of luck on Friday night. Once again, Mick Morris, Missoula Hellgate Knights, they open up their season Friday night, Missoula County Public Stadium, 7 p.m., the kickoff. Coach, best of luck on Friday night. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Garden City Spotlight, Mick Morris, Missoula Hellgate head coach. Garden City Spotlight presented in part by Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula. Dr. Gene Morris, Oral Surgical Associates. To find out more about his excellent level of care, visit oralsurgicalassociates.com. Rajim Seabrook in studio, Colter Nuanas in Bozeman. More football. We'll talk a little Grizz football, a little Bobcat football, everything in between. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 billion. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. If Thursday night's opener for high school football season is any indication, fans and followers are in for a wild ride this fall. Clayne Berkeley drilled a 20-yard field goal with two seconds left on Thursday night to help lift Senior to an 18-17 win over Butte at Dallas Stadium in Billings. That game winner halted a rally by the Bulldogs in which Butte scored 17 unanswered points and held a lead late in the fourth quarter. Senior's final drive was a 62-yard march that lasted 13 plays to the Butte six-yard line. The Bronx rushed for 323 yards on 48 rushes overall, including 29 for 147 yards and both senior touchdowns by Jacob Miller. The rest of prep football at all levels around the state gets kicked off tonight. The marquee matchup in Class AA features a rematch of last November's title clash between Missoula Sentinel and Billings West at Washington Grizzly Stadium tonight at 7 p.m. Bartons enter the season as the defending state champions for the first time in nearly 50 years after going undefeated and claiming the Garden City's first state title since Big Sky won the crown back in 1994. Zach Cruz, an all-state selection at tight end and defensive end as a junior, leads the Spartans as set quarterback this season. West returns 11 All-State players, including future Division One skill talents like Taco and Caden Dowler, along with quarterback Isaiah Clanch and Navy commit Riley Bergeson. Big Sky opens up tonight at Bozeman Gallatin, while Missoula Hellgate hosts Great Falls CMR at Missoula County Public Stadium. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Oh! ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What up? Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're having an outstanding day. I'm Coulter Nuanas. I am in Bozeman, Montana, broadcasting to you live from Brick Breeding Fieldhouse here on the Montana State campus. Rajim Seabrook back in studio holding it down. It's the Northwest Motorsport Studio. If you're watching on TV, you can see the pretty signs there. Northwest Motorsport is 
new to Montana. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can check out all their inventory online at msrocks.com. That's msrocks.com, nwmsrocks.com. It's time now for a new segment we just implemented, our Grizz Star of the Week. We debuted Catching Up with the Cats yesterday. Now it's the Grizz Star of the Week. And this one is presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Their final summer clearance continues, and they have back-to-school deals going on right now as well. Get the best deals on remaining summer gear, plus gear up for back-to-school with savings on backpacks, clothing, footwear, and more. This week's Grizz Star of the Week features Justin Belknap, a defensive end for the Grizzlies. He's a graduate transfer from Arizona and uh, had sort of a winding long career. He actually went to high school in San Diego with Bobby Houck's older daughters. Not Robbie Houck, but Bobby's older daughters. And uh, he's about 25 years old. He's had a long career in college football, and now he finally gets one last season after being delayed because of a broken foot that caused him to get a medical redshirt, a COVID year. Finally, he's been on campus since January of 2020, and uh, he will make his debut for the Grizzlies Next Saturday at the University of Washington, I caught up with Justin Belknap, senior defensive end for the Grizzlies last week. New on is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide television, SWX Montana Television, the debut of a new series here on Nuanas Now it's our Grizz Standout of the Week, presented by Bob Ward's Sporting Goods, your local sporting goods experts in Missoula for decades at a time. We're here with Justin Belknap, senior defensive end for the Grizzlies. And Justin, early on, your impressions of camp so far, because you guys have looked pretty sharp here about a week in. Oh, I'm loving at camp so far. It's a, it's a grind for sure, but, I mean, that's what you sign up for when you uh, come to camp. It's ball for a month and that's what you got to be thinking about all month and any outside noise you got to shut that down and lock it in you guys have had several different iterations of sort of quote-unquote camps with no games on the horizon or maybe you think there's some games and then they get canceled or there's spring games or whatever so how much different does this feel now that you're preparing for a real life division one football game here in 22 days it honestly doesn't feel too much different just because every time we step out here we put the pads on we, we try to take each other's heads off and we practice uh we practice like Montana football players. So um, every time we get out here, we just we love practicing. And regardless if there's a game coming up in three weeks, we love preparing. We love the preparation. We love just getting after it out here. The offensive line, the defensive line, the exchange when the pads go on is always something to watch. I know the offensive line has been a big story around Grizz football for a while. What's your evaluation of the offensive front you're going against every day? I love those guys. I'm always, uh, I'm always yelling at them, chirping at them get them fired up and all they yell back at me they talk their uh their stuff to me and i talk mine to their to them so uh i love going against them they're making me better a great o-line i love the way they uh the way they're looking and uh, progressing through camp justin belknap senior defensive end for the grizz joining us here 129 espn missoula how about the the improved depth of the defensive line seems like you guys got some more dudes you can rotate in there so being able to roll how much does that help you Helps a lot, you know, especially in hot, hot days of camp when it's 95, 96 out and people are starting to feel sorry for themselves. <laughs> uh, it's better when you have a full room of guys uh, to get more reps to. And it, it's nice having 12 guys or 15 guys, 16 guys compared to uh, six, seven guys. Because when you're out there, you just want to you just want to teach people how to play the game and how to how to learn defensive line. Those two guys I just interviewed, Eli Alford and uh, Alex Gubner, do a lot of dirty work for you guys. So, I mean, how important is it those guys that play on the inside just to this scheme operating correctly? Oh, I love them. Those are my boys. Eli, Gubner, I love them. Uh, I couldn't do what I do without them. And I know Joe Babros would say the same. They were talking about your motor, the intensity you bring. Where does that come from? Because it does take uh, uh, a certain mentality to bring that energy every single practice, especially, like you said, when it's 95 degrees in the shade. Uh, I don't know. I've always played with uh, a reckless abandon kind of type of uh, mentality where I think every play might be my last, especially after getting hurt in a freak accident at practice with my foot. Uh, I like to play every play like it's my last because I know it might re- very well be. That's an interesting fool. Justin Belknap joining us here in Nuanas. Now, your transfer from Arizona, and I know that you had a great spot there at Arizona, starting for the Wildcats and then, like you said, a freak injury. So how much does that influence your mentality, sort of the second chance that you've got here at Montana? Yeah, after I broke my foot, I was uh, mentally – I was down in the dumps. It was tough to – because i never really been – never had a real serious long injury like that, maybe a, a boo-boo where it's two weeks or something, but not a surgery or anything like that. So um, – I was down, but 
when I get this opportunity to come to Montana, it just it fired me up. It gave me that spark again, that love for football, that I wanted to prove to myself that I could still play this game after an injury and come back and bounce back. Coach Elk said he's known you since you were in high school, right? So did you ever imagine way back then that you'd be playing for him, especially even up in Montana? Actually, when I was in high school and he was uh, – and Robbie was playing with us at high school, um, my dream was to go to UNLV under Coach Houck oh, and nice. play. But I wasn't recruited highly out of high school, mm-hmm. as people might know. I'm, I was a walk-on at Arizona. So just coming, being able to look for options for schools when I transfer and having Montana – it was just a no-brainer, and then having Coach Houck be there, it was just it was just came full circle, and it just made perfect sense to to come here. Justin Belknap, it's part of our Grizz Standout series presented by Bob Ward Sporting Goods here in Missoula. Joining us here on Nuanez now, you mentioned Joe Babros. I think he's a guy that flies under the radar because he was kind of banged up his first year here. Uh, now it seems like he's made a ton of progress, and it seems like he could be a legitimate force on the on the end for you guys. So, what sort of things do you think he brings to your defensive line? He brings wisdom. He's older than me. I know Gubby. <laughs> I know Gubby and Gubby and uh, and Eli said I was uh, the old man. But how old are you? Twenty four. Twenty four. Me and Joe are both twenty four, but he's a couple months older than me. But yeah, I love I love uh, playing on the line with Joe. It's nice to have someone who's also transferred in. He's an older guy. It's We have uh, similar mentalities when it comes to this. We're both crazy as hell, as Coach calls us. And uh, it's just he's a great dude to play uh, D-line with. Speaking of crazy, Barry Sack's a little crazy too, right? So what do you yeah. think of playing for Coach Sack? I love playing for Coach Sack. He's so funny. It's a per- like a glove, perfect fit. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Beldap joining us here in Nuanas now. Your goals for the uh, last, I guess, the uh, next three weeks of camp leading up to the opener against Washington. Just try to tune anything up that we need to tune up. Um, uh, be be better on the field. We can all, there's always room for improvement. So just trying to lock it up and uh, be as sharp as possible come for Washington. There you go, Justin Belknap, senior defensive end for the University of Montana. I did that interview. Oh, I guess what's the date today? It was about 10 days ago now. We just hadn't uh, gotten around to playing it yet. So appreciate Justin for joining us as part of our Grizz Stars of the Week. We'll do a weekly interview with a Grizz football player uh, each and every week here on Nuanas. Now, I usually play a little earlier on in the week, but uh, the things have been getting shuffled around that right now because of uh, that's kind of the way August goes. But we'll get into a more of a routine once game week rolls around this next week. And can't believe that it is game week. Uh, this upcoming week. I'm Cole through Nuanas. This is Nuanas now. Rajim Seabrook is back in studio. I'm over here on the other side of the Continental Divide in Bozeman. Rajim's holding it down there. So if you see him on SWX Montana, it's the better looking of the two anyways. Rajim, I want to ask you, what is your perspective on the Grizz now that we are about eight days away? Because I think that Montana has answered a lot of questions uh, as they prepare for their opener against Washington, but this is a team that's only played two games, neither of them of much consequence in the last two years. So what are your thoughts now? now that we're about a week away from game day for Montana. My thoughts initially, I'm just glad football is back, brother. Let me get the visceral out of the way before we get into the business. Um, I'm just really happy that that football is back and and to see a slate uh, schedule for the the boys in uh, Maroon. It's just, it's it's a blessing. We're lucky and we're fortunate to have it. With that being said, there are a lot of questions coming into the season, especially coming off the, uh, the COVID shortened spring season. Um, my response is to ask more questions if you get what I'm saying. I, I have a lot of questions. What is this team's identity now that Cam Humphrey's been named the starter? You know, what is his idea? What his ID for the team? What tattoo is he willing to put on this program? How do you replace the wide receiver that left? Like, how do you play some more? Like, how do you, how do you replace a, a, a field extender, a field switcher, a game changer? And then finally, as we went with offense, I go on the defensive side of the ball. The question is, well, we have some CBs this year. We've had a lot of wide receivers uh, switch over to the other side of the ball and help out when we were kind of depleted on the back end. Uh, where did, how did these transfers from bigger programs, you know, the, the dynamic duo of Cotton and Hicks, how do they fit into this program? Are they going to elevate it or are we right back to status quo? Questions to be asked, questions to be answered. I think that's one of the interesting parts about this. COVID year, because if, if you look at the way that Bobby Houck has always recruited, he's always built his program largely on the backs of Montana kids, but then also supplemented them with a lot of transfers. But uh, I think that the transfer success rate at Montana has been about 50-50, but that's not necessarily because of the talent of the, tr- the transfers that Bobby Houck brought in, particularly during his first iteration as Montana's head coach from 2003 to 2009. A lot of times he was bringing in guys to push 
uh, some of the other guys within the program. And it was a win-win for the coaching staff, a win-win for the program, because either the transfers would win the spots uh, or they would motivate the guys that already existed in the program uh, to win the spots. And either way, win-win. But a lot of times, if you were a prima donna-type transfer, that never really lasted long, and those guys would be showing the door pretty darn quick. Well, I think that there's been... Uh, the ability for those guys to acclimate to the program a lot more fluidly because they've had so much time. You think of a guy like Justin Belknap. He's been on campus since last January. And this is not just common to Montana. I think Montana State has the same dynamic going on as well. you got guys like Jeffrey Manning, the safety from Oregon State here at MSU. Uh, Matt McKay, the transfer from North Carolina State, uh, the quarterback. Those guys have been in the program for a couple of years now. So they've been in the weight room. They know their teammates. And that makes it so much easier for transfers to make an impact. So when you talk about the Grizzlies, I think there's a lot of uh, national pundits and a lot of, uh, of a narrative that says Montana, their weakness defensively is going to be on the defensive line. Well, I think their defensive line is actually going to be a strength. There's just a lot of guys that most of the people around the conference and the country don't really know about yet. Justin Belknap's one of those guys. Joe Babros, a transfer from NC State, is one of those guys. I think Alex Gubner has made tremendous strides and has a chance to be uh, a next-level player. I think that Eli Alford's a guy that's improved a lot as well. And so I think that that uh, defensive front is going to be a lot better uh, there. But I also think you mentioned it, Rajiv. I think it's the additions and the development that they've made in the defensive secondary, especially on the perimeter. you got Trajan Cotton and Omar Hicksanu, uh, both Oregon State transfers. But Justin Ford might be the best corner in the program when maybe one of the best corners in the Big Sky Conference when it's all said and done. He's a guy that uh, comes to them from Louisville, a former junior college All-American. But he's got tremendous talent. And then a couple other names I want you to remember. Corbin Walker, he's a true sophomore. He had a pick six in the playoff game back in 2019. But he has been running with the ones most of camp. He's been shadowing Sammy and Kim, Montana's All-American wide receiver. And uh, Aunt Joe So, he's another guy out of Utah that I think could make waves uh, at the cornerback spot as well. So I do think that on all three levels of the defense, I think that Montana, over this last two years of having so many delays and postponements, I think they've redefined what they want their roster to be about. You mentioned their identity. When Bobby Houck took over Bob Stitt, there's no question that the identity of the team was offensive. There's so many wide receivers in the fold, so many skill guys, quarterbacks, all these stuff. Well, Coach Elk has really broken it down to be about what it was when he was there the first time around, offensive line and a salty defense. So I think that uh, they've made a ton of progress in that element. And uh, yeah, I, think it'll, I think that actually the time off, when it's all said and done, by the time we get, finally get around to eight days from now, September 4th, when the Grizzlies will open up in Washington, uh, I, I do think that a lot of what's happened over the last several years will have actually had a silver lining, actually had a benefit uh, for Montana. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. We're going to talk a couple more things about the NFL to take your home on your Friday. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Radio Missoula. got great plans for the weekend as well. I do. I'm going to head on down to River City Roots when I get back to Missoula tomorrow. should be fun. Uh, it's a great Missoula event, dancing in the streets, enjoying our awesome community. So if you head on down there, be sure to stop on by. we got a booth down there from the trail. we got all our guys down there emceeing the event. So it should be good. Missoula Broadcasting Company always helping out to make the community a better place. I'm Coulter Nuanas. This is Nuanas now. And I'm in Bozeman, broadcasting to you from Brick Breed and Fieldhouse. Rajim Seabrook is in studio 
uh, on SWX Montana TV. Mr. Thing in the show, you can always find it on the podcast, which is available on all your various podcast hosting platforms. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. Podcast proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Blackfoot Communications. Rajim, I got one question to send us into our weekend with, and it comes with a little bit of a caveat. I always think that if you're breaking down best leagues, best divisions, anything, you know, any sort of grouping of teams, especially in football, for me to consider that league or division or whatever the best, I think you got to have a team that can win the whole thing. You got to be able to win your conference or win the Super Bowl when you're talking about the NFL, or you need to be able to win a national championship when you're talking about college conferences. But I think that there's two different ways to look at what makes up the best leagues or divisions, particularly when it comes to the NFL. A lot of people gravitate towards evaluating best divisions based on who the deepest division is, who has the most playoff teams. So let's say you, I mean, two-part question. What, how do you define best division when it comes to the NFL specifically? Do you have to have a team that can win the Super Bowl within that division? And what do you think is the toughest division in football? Well, that... for a two-part question, that was a fi- <laughs> that was a five-prong statement, my brother. Um, I'm just going to go with the broad stroke question first. Who do I think is the toughest division in the NFL as of today? I'm going to go with the NFC West, and the reason why uh, is because each team has a top elite quarterback. We're talking Russ. We're talking Kyler Murray. Matt Stafford is now in the fold as well. Uh, you're looking, and then in San Francisco, uh, you got Jimmy G. So you're looking at quarterbacks who are of high winning uh, caliber uh, consistently throughout their careers, even some of the younger guys from a short, uh, for, from a short career perspective. Uh, last year alone, the NFC West also put 15 Pro Bowlers into the Pro Bowl. So when you're talking about like premier guys that are, that are just all all-stars are all pros at that position. For one division to have 15 of them coming out of that is a testament to who those guys and the programs that they're coming out of. Um, the other aspect of that is I look at I look at the defenses of some of these teams. You know, the Seahawks have, have kind of teetered off the last couple of years, but they're stro- still a strong defense. The Rams scare me <laughs> uh, with with their with their front four. Um, so right now, I would say that the NFC West is the strongest team. The ones that scare me the most are some of these. Uh, are to me is the AFC West because you can never discount um, Mr. Mr. Patrick Mahomes. He's the wonder kid and the darling of the league right now. And then you look at uh, teams like the Chargers who are kind of up and coming uh, quietly, slowly, but methodically and meticulously. So when I look at talent that is on the rise, I would say the AFC West. When I look at overall competition level within their division and level without, I kind of I go to a weird place, believe it or not. I go into the AFC where the Colts uh, where the Colts reside, right? I look at the Colts and I look at teams like the Titans, these these blue collar teams that are built, you know, run heavy, trying to make a solid defense, and that to me is the is the division or, or the is the division within the conference that to me is going to be a very hard one. Maybe not this year, but mark my words, in the next year. Or to look at that division to be the toughest in the NFL. Are you buying or selling the Rams hype right now? Because I do think they are the team that's getting among, if not the most hype in the league. Right now, I think that the buzz around the league, and part of this is just because of the way that the sports and now analyst industry works, especially at the national level. The pundits want to be, they want to be talking about uh, fresh and new storylines. But I, the, the teams I've heard getting the most hype coming in this NFL season are the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, and the Los Angeles Rams. So what say you? Are you buying or selling any of those three teams? I'm not. I, the Cleveland Browns, and, until they do it, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Um, they, they're young. They are brash. They're upstart. I'm not buying. I'm not sold on the Browns. Uh, the Rams, if Matthew Stafford can be put into a situation in which he doesn't have to try to carry a team when she tried to do for a decade-plus in Detroit— um, I think it's good on him. I think he's in a great situation. I think he's got a good defense that's going to make uh, the team balance themselves out with Matthew Stafford at the helm. Um, as much as I don't like to give a nod up to the to the New York team upstate, uh, I up north of I ninety five of where my Giants play, the Bills the Bills are just they're loaded. They have a young dynamic offense, especially if they can get that running game off the ground and that defense, as we talked about almost uh, an hour and a half ago, my friend. It's just loaded to shut it down. So um, I'm sold on the Bills, not sold on Cleveland, and uh, I'll take the bump on the Rams. Heard an interesting tidbit out of Brown's camp, too. As we know, the NFL, it's a national sport, so everybody gets national coverage. But 
it's that's definitely tiered because you're obviously going to hear about and you're going to have way more coverage for pretty much the whole NFC East, to be frank, but also the New York teams, the big market teams, Chicago, L.A., all that stuff. But the Browns, even though they've sort of been this darling uh, on the national scene the last couple of years, and they did make the playoffs a year ago, they're getting all this hype, and I think that they're really, really, really trying to control the noise. And I heard the other day Kevin Stefanski say he's not going to do an interview uh, with a national outlet. He's only going to do local and uh, regional. So I think that's interesting, this sort of trying to button down the hatches and uh, not let the noise affect you. So, But I thought you made an interesting comment way earlier, Rod, Jim. You were talking about how uh, new age guys, they don't really get distracted by the noise because the noise is so omnipresent. Do you think that's true? I think it is true. I think that there's uh, there's something to this younger generation that has grown up with this noise. Just like uh, the generation before me probably said that, God, they grew up with the noise of television and radio, especially as it's, it was becoming a big, big boon again in the 70s and 80s. We're right back there with this generation. The noise isn't there because they're used to having 12 different media outlets. They're used to talking to 1,500 people. They're used to having distractions be part of their social norm, whereas a guy like me grew up with a norm that had a lot of social distractions. So uh, there's an inverse and an opposite effect on that. Um, it's, it's almost like the fourth theory of relativity uh, for today's youngsters. Man, you're so smart. What are you up to this weekend? What do you got cooking? Uh, Sentinel football tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, big game. Rematch of the championship over at Wad Grizz, 7 o'clock. You can watch it on SWX uh, if, if you can't be there. Uh, and then the rest of the weekend, man, it's just it's 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 me and the babies, me and my kids, just doing doing the dadding thing, and uh, I love it, I cherish it, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, for Rajim Seabrook, I'm Colter Nuanas, broadcasting to you live from Bozeman. He's in Missoula. It should be an outstanding weekend. Football finally back in the fold. A full slate of games across the state of Montana. We'll have full coverage for you. Double A, A, B, C and the Frontier Conference on Monday during the Montana Football Hour. If you need something to do tonight, go to Washington Grizz and support Sentinel versus Billings West, or go on to, over to Missoula County Public Stadium. Go check out the Hellgate Knights against Great Falls CMR. It's fun. It's cheap entertainment. It's great for your family. You will certainly enjoy yourself. This has been an awesome show. If you missed anything in the show, you can always find it on the podcast. But st- shout out to everybody. Thanks to Rajim for being in the studio. Thanks to Tommy Evans in the back. Happy Rajin. birthday to Tommy. Black Foot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.